Welcome to the Chronicles of Ganesi, Curse of the Green Sea. We're a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast about six adventurers who are trying to stop the realm eater, Amira, from destroying the world. Hi, I'm Chase Ebling, and I play Alexander, the human sorcerer. Um, as a kid, he had learned how to take care of plants and how to do gardening in order to impress Millie. Um, spent a lot, a lot of time out in the gardens because of that. Cute. Cute. Uh, hi, my name is Morgan Mendez, and I play Dara, the druid slash cleric of Naramis. And um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Dara's favorite cuisine. Seeing they don't really require to eat that much, but they do prefer certain dishes, like the taste of it. Um, and that would be like Quill made it one time. It was it had like apples in it, and I don't really know what the real call what it was really called, but it was like a whole tossed together meal of hodgepodge of things. It's kind of like a goulash salad thing, and ever since they've not got their mind off of it. So something from the Levine Tropics. We can flavor that in the future if we want to call it an actual dish. But yeah, it was one of Quill's <laughs> custom dishes. Coming at you next, the Chronicles of Ganesi cookbook. cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Heroes, heroes feast. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Jackson Childs, and I play Zhao Jinhai, the ancestral guardian barbarian. And my fun fact for the week is, I kind of wanted to shed some uh, light on my design for Zhao Jinhai, some of my references and ideas that I came up with him for. So my original idea that I wanted somebody huge. So I kind of looked at uh, characters from video games, and one of them that I kind of settled on was the character Shigoki from For Honor. Uh, if you don't know who that is, give it a quick Google. You'll you'll see the resemblance fairly well. Um, but I also wanted to play kind of an innocent kind of character, so I decided to kind of share that with the gorilla from Sing Two. I'm not well. I guess I guess he is in Sing Two, but like from Sing. The Sing series, whatever. Uh, yeah. Great movie. Yeah. No, I definitely see it. The, the, the big club. I definitely, I forget what that's called. A Kamado uh, or something uh, like Komodo, that. Komodo, yeah. No, Komodo's yeah. the silk. Yes, what is the thing. dragon? It's for Japanese, right? Yeah. It's a Komodo. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a... <laughs> I, think I, it's like, a uh, I love it's, Komodo. It's all that line of like K-words. I, I think it's Kamado, I, I, but I don't know. Yeah. Tomato. Tell us on tomato, Twitter. Tomato. Chronicles of Ganesi. Tell us how wrong we are. Please. Yeah, yeah. correct us, please. <laughs> um, hello, everybody. My name's Coleman Winger, and I play Orofarne the Mizoku, freshly named Echo Knight Fighter. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. I just spaced my fact. Um, had it. Lost it. Um, <laughs> That was the fact. The echo oh, man. Fact. <laughs> I literally or, just or, or they have short-term memory loss. Describe oh, no. Orfarne's dream home if you can remember your other fact. Ooh, that's His dream one. home. That sounds good. Um, definitely lower deck of a ship. Rocking with the waves all night. Uh, he like he like goes to sleep to the rocking of a ship as opposed to like getting seasick because you know he was born on an island in a village and lived on a beach his entire life and 
yeah, like those swinging hammocks that crewmates would sleep in. That was that was his bread and butter right there. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. So I'll come up with my fact again for next week. <laughs> it was a good one. I, I totally forgot what it was. Halfway through the session, you're going to be like, ah! Yeah, I was so interested in your fact that I just forgot <laughs> it. Forgot closing <laughs> facts. And I am Addison Bell. I play Clucian Trailbreaker, the, uh, the ranger, tracker, swarm keeper, and Green Sea's worst pet owner. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, a little fun fact about uh about Clucian is this is his first pet <laughs> he never had like a pet growing up he you know lived in the woods or whatever he had like a swarm but that's kind of different uh they're it's not like a, the same i feel like they just kind of exist with each other sort of thing which uh it sounds more like a pet actually now that i say that not yeah. a pet, though. totally not a pet. And so this whole Hashtag thing has not of freaked out. He thought he could just keep uh, Sarkis safe by not uh, getting him in combat and stuff. And this is a, uh, this is it. He's a little alarmed, and he's pretty sure he's doing this whole thing wrong. The oh. pet thing, and everything else probably too. <laughs> just everything in general. Did he ever? Did he ever like use his swarm to form like a small dog or something? Oh my god, that's cute. His parents were like, no dogs allowed in the house, and you're just like, I'll teach you and make a dog out of ladybugs. Oh, no, I had never considered that, but I love that idea. <laughs> love that. <laughs> Presents you, B-Dog. He also didn't have the parents at that point, so. Uh, <laughs> he just yelled, he just yelled at himself. Yeah, you just see like a bunch of locusts just like swarming the ground, and someone walks up. They're like, "What? What's going on, Clucian?" And he's like, "They told me I couldn't have a dog." Oh my god! So, so I'm, I'm, like somebody like walks up, and it's like a swarming ball of like locusts in the shape of the dog. Like, oh, what kind of breed is that? Just like try to go along with it. Oh my god. <laughs> I am Dustin Ole, and I play Yordarim Battlehammer, the male mountain dwarf fighter. Um, Yordi's fact for the day is he really didn't have much of a childhood. Um, with being of royal lineage, he really didn't get to just go out and play with ki kids his age. Um, he spent most of his time constantly training to hone his combat skills. So, you're gonna tell me right now, Itcherspolt ass sat up in a castle and just played with swords but didn't have any socialization? Yep. Didn't know how to close doors and yet he grew up as royalty. <laughs> it's because where he's from, they were all stone archways. True. <laughs> True. Oh I lived God. down in a, under a mountain, okay? We've yeah. gotta see. That explains yeah. a lot of his social interactions. <laughs> People open experience doors until I was already a man. Oh my god. His dad probably <laughs> said, We're royalty. For us, there are no closed doors. And he's like, I'm scared. They're like those peasants. <laughs> yeah, these peasants. Oh. Poor people oh opening doors. Oh, that's great. Oh my almost, it's almost an insult whenever there's a closed door in front of him. Oh Makes sense. Spitting in your yeah, face. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Man, uh, I'm Marshall Mendez, the DM of the Chronicles of Ganesi Group. Uh, my fun fact for tonight is a little bit of uh, background about Abilene. 
the MC of the Brokamuda, the uh, ashen-skinned Mazoku that you've seen before. Um, Abilene the Horn Freak was actually a playable character that I wrote up uh, almost two years ago now. Uh, his original design was supposed to be essentially me as a D&D character. I wanted to bring in like my personality and kind of who I was and smash that in a character for the first time. Uh, but then I didn't bring him into any games because I have a really bad history of uh, <laughs> being a player in games. <laughs> it's kind of turned around now, but uh, before I've had a few a few nightmare DMs who kind of railroaded and pushed my characters to be things that they weren't. And it kind of made me really scared to bring a character that I actually like into a campaign. <laughs> Poor Dirk. <laughs> Dirk and Varn. Oh. And <laughs> well, I didn't want to say any babies. names, but. <laughs> what, what, oh, yeah. what was the uh, warlock? <laughs> Especially warlock? now, for Dirk. <laughs> Dirk uh, was oh, a. Yeah. He was a uh, chronology wizard. What was the was. what was your uh, celestial warlock? I can't remember. Oh, that, that was Eldrin, and Eldrin. Eldrin it wasn't really a bad it. thing with Eldrin. I think I just kind of, I don't know. I really wanted to bring Varn. I just I love Varn. I never get to play Varn. All roads lead to Varn. <laughs> All roads lead to Varn. That's right. <sighs> well, Varn on Eldrin Ring. I mean, it's true. I did. Yeah. <laughs> We do. Um, last time, the Emerald Order's Curse of the Green Sea. We had a, a bit of a moment going into the reception banquet for all of the the uh, the lords and ladies and movers and shakers of the world, along with all of the uh, tournament uh, fighters. <clears throat> the opening day reception was kind of a uh, loud busy place you happen to run into fallow pretty quickly uh who <laughs> informed clusion on how sarkis kind of absorbs mana from the atmosphere of this world uh, and uses it to maintain his shape and weight and form uh, and how without it he kind of reverts to a smaller form and diminishes um, it doesn't hurt him it's just a way to conserve energy uh someone who you assume to be umbra um, struck a bit of an accord with Alexander, offering her help and the knowledge that not all that is good is good and not all that is evil is evil, etc. That the world only uh, exists in shades of gray and that those who cling to the ideals of one or the other tend to be people who miss out on the greater things in life. In doing so, she offered a moment of, of uh, respite and reconciliation. We use the title of last week's episode uh, for Alexander uh, in the form of Maleficent Luna Dream. She made her way through the crowd and at Umbra's beckoning, placed her hand on Alexander's shoulder and reunited with him once more, uh, seemingly with her memories from their original timeline. The champion Halalu Sunspire uh, wanted to meet with Orofarne and the rest of the group, uh, save for Yordi, tagged along. And they learned a little bit about his history, uh, where he's from, what's happened to his family, and 
what his goal is overall as a person and as a leader here at the Baroque Mimuda. In the meantime, uh, Yordi <laughs> made his way into the cellar to steal some alcohol uh, and bring it back up. And having gone off on his own, unfortunately, uh, with many kidnappings happening at the moment, uh, Yordrim was hit in the back of the head, had a sackcloth put over his head and bound and kind of kicked down the stairs. And as he was falling, he managed to free himself a bit from the ropes before slamming his head down into the concrete below. We open, <laughs> for the moment, we open uh, around the table with uh, the lot of you sitting and making, I don't know, light conversation perhaps in the moments that have passed. Uh, you can see Abilene is just kind of lightly conversing with Halalu, talking about some of the fighters that have emerged from this tournament, talking about your group in particular and your unique way of solving some of the issues and puzzles that have been presented so far, um, speculating on how far you'll go. Uh, Millie is kind of just slowly eating, not incredibly hungry. It looks like she's still in shock about everything. Um, and her eyes pretty much don't leave you at all, Alexander. Uh, you can see from where you guys are sitting, uh, Fallow seems to be talking to a couple of nobles um, on the right half of the room, on the southern side. Uh, he looks visibly uncomfortable, very unhappy to be there. <laughs> and they are kind of raising their voices at him somewhat. And you see him just kind of putting his hands up and, and just kind of slowly backing away from the conversation and wandering out. Do, do any of us notice that Yordrim is missing? I mean, anybody take a look around. You don't see him. Uh, what about Charlia and um, uh, Alexander's like OG oh. group? Are they mingling about or? Um, you can make a perception check if you'd like. Or I can tell you. <laughs> Either way. I'll make perception check. Why not? Not. That's 11. 11. That's why. That's why um, not. That's why not. Yeah. No. <laughs> just, again, just kind of glancing around, you can see many of the people from the actual tourney itself um, are engaged in conversation with what looks like wealthy benefactors who are offering them jobs or positions of power or lands and titles if they succeed. Uh, with the express interest of like you're overhearing bits and pieces about like defending their nation or defending their, you know, their regional area that they would be part of. Um, but you do not see Charlia or Sal amongst the group of people. Okay. How late is it? Like how, what's the time of, what's the time of day situation? I'd say at this point, it's probably like five forty-five to six o'clock. You guys have been here for a little bit, but not, too long. So why do you think people haven't come and asked to talk to us to hire us for anything yet? I'm getting a little self-conscious about it. We, I mean, we... <clears throat> Probably because we're sitting here. Uh, Christian, where's your dream? Uh, I have no idea. He said he was going to go get ale, right? Right? 
<clears throat> so, he must be wherever that is. Should we look for him? I mean, people disappear? Mm-hmm. I'll go check and see if he is at least in the cellar or wherever. <clears throat> I definitely don't want to go alone, though. Who would like to join? <clears throat> I'll go with you. I'll, I'll come with you. Uh, yeah, I can. I can stick with back Wait. with USDL. I I can actually try something if, if that be alright. Ah, oh, God, <laughs> nah, nah, Alexander. Uh, sorry. Um, actually, actually, and you'll see Dara kind of like stand up and get feel a little faint. As much as I want to go help you, I'm actually really tired. I probably need to take a rest. I've had a lot. We didn't rest. We didn't do our long rest. I'm still on. I mean, it's 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 not even six p.m. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But if we get into anything, I can't do anything. Yeah, but letting Nordy disappear isn't going to be great. I don't want want to let him disappear. But what am I going to do? Dara is a grandma. Goes to bed at five. Dara is a tank. Is what Dara is. Here, Dara. Let me. Let me help you out just a little bit here. Dara watches me like die and come back, and then she's like, "I'm a little tired, though." Where are you? Help me! I need your heels. Me, I'm talking to the fish. Give me a moment. No shit. We're talking here. Orafarne is going to pull a wand out of his hat of his sleeve and he's just going to whack you on top of the head with it. But there's a little bit of green energy whirls over you, Dara, and you heal 13 hit points with a healing word. Blessings. Is the, 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 the champion and them clocking our conversation? Vaguely. Vaguely. They, they seem to be in a pretty deep conversation and like they can notice that things are happening and like. Uh, they definitely see Orifarne bonk Dara on the head. <laughs> and they're just like, all right. <laughs> uh, they they seem to be like lightly laughing about that. They haven't heard the rest of it, but they've kind of just tuned in for that part. If you if you give me just a minute, I can. If 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 you think this is like serious, I can try it, telling if this is like he's like okay. It's something I could do. Yeah, do it. What yeah, if you have a way to just know if he's alright, then that would be an excellent start. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, Jinhai kind of, like, pulls out his bag and um, pulls out, like, a blue chalk piece and kind of um, starts marking his hand with it. Um, and towards the, uh, while marking this, he, he's, like, muttering under his breath. And the last thing, kind of, like, <sighs> sniffs his hand as I cast... Uh, uh the, the augury. Uh, basically, you receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next thirty minutes. So, my question would be: Is your dream okay? Should we go for him? That's I'll cut as dry as I make it. Okay, so. I'm reading the spell specifically because of a little addendum on it. And I'm trying to decide how I want to play this because of that addendum. Uh, it's going to be wheel and woe for good and bad results. So um, how, how does that 
how does that work? Uh, are you like, are you like saying this out loud? Yeah, I'm. I'm asking you what you're doing because I've never seen something like this before. When you're, uh. all I saw was like you smell your hand, and then something happened, and now you're just smell like, his hand. Yeah. <laughs> he did that? Oh my god. <laughs> he just like gives it plays it out. He's like Please tell me he said that. He's right? gonna be fine. <laughs> I love that. Can we say that? Um Did you no, say that? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god. He kinda looks over to you and like I I don't know. It's strange. I kind of just know. It, how do I describe it? I know how to try to make contact with my ancestors, but in some cases it works. It depends if like we're if if we're like in a good relationship at the moment. It it's it's kind of weird. But, um, yeah. Uh, I basically ask them like, "Hey, can I?" Is this going to be good? Like, should we do this? Um, and I got hit with a bag of, like, mixed feelings. Like, like, like yes and no. So, I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt for us to go search for third room. Uh, your room. Sorry. God. We we had a friend. Fuck, it's getting into my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's okay. We We had a friend who had an issue with his ancestor. And it was... It was pretty dark. <laughs> um, so I just didn't know. I was curious. But if if it's either or, that's not a very good sign. But it's also mm. not a bad sign. So <laughs> I don't know I mean, how to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be bad. <laughs> like, like, we're going to find him, but he's dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And we're, uh, he's speaking that under hushed. <laughs> I think I could. Bill's face killed me there. Oh. <laughs> so it's good or bad. So the situation could either be good or it could be bad. <laughs> Guys, why don't we go mingle a little bit? Yeah. What yeah. Do you say? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, Alexander, are you <sighs> all right? Uh, probably. Isn't. Jin Hai staying with him. I was planning on staying behind, but you also have got so. Could this meal have counted as a short rest? Really pushing it, but sure. Please, <laughs> hey, really that please, please. I heard Marshall said that it was a replenishing meal. I did not, but I will <laughs> if you eat. <laughs> so fuck you. you, said <laughs> you, didn't you eat. I didn't eat, but I mean, we are resting. <laughs> Yes, you yeah. are doing light activity for about 45 minutes, so I'll say yes. Did I hear an XP ping? Was that a level up? No, go <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> now you're pushing. I was supposed to say, Morgan, you might, it might not be the time. Dara, a, a trap like door that. opens up in the ground and Dara just falls through, never to no! be seen again. <laughs> you can't do that to me. You can do it. <sighs> yeah. All right, I, I am the god of this world, Morgan. <laughs> Both the creator three, and the destroyer. <laughs> there are there are three levels. I am Amira. World, three levels. So which one are you? Anyway, what do you say, guys? I'm, I'm literally picking at him. We can continue. Okay. Well, we can definitely ask around. Like, 
figure out, like, hey, did you see a small, or I guess, well, small is implicated when you say dwarf, but you know, like a dwarf around, giant shield, like, go anywhere, or like just casual conversation? I think that'd be best. Okay. You guys getting up from the table? Heading on? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So you begin to stand, you see Halalu and Habiline. Uh, just kind of glance up at you, and you can see um, Quintus as well on the other side, and Geld, and they are all just kind of looking at you. They're like, "Oh, are you are you leaving already? Um, that's fine. Um, enjoy. Yeah, if you need anything, we're here. We just need to find your dream. So your dwarven friend. Yeah, yeah. Hello." just kind of gets a cheeky grin on his face and he's like, well, I may be able to help with that. And you see him stand and being clanging one of the glasses really hard. And just over the whole group, he starts talking and projecting very loudly. And he's like, my friends here with the Emerald Order, have any of you seen their fellow dwarven fighter, Yordrim? You may remember him from the Colosseum this morning. He beat the shit out of a few sandwolves. And he smashed in the face of the Exarch. He's like looking around and a couple of people are, are like murmuring and he's about to speak again. And someone's like, one of the, the kitchen staff is like, I, I think I saw him maybe going into the cellars a while ago. I'm not entirely certain, but that, that could be the man you're talking of. He had a keg on his. <laughs> that's him. Yes. Yep, when, he, when he entered yeah, in, he's uh, always got a keg. <laughs> He does. He does. Well, I think we have our heading, ladies and gentlemen. Lalu like waves his hand. Everybody goes back to talking, and he's like, "If you would feel more comfortable, I could send a small detachment with you, or whatever you'd like. Really, guests in my home, and your friend is missing. I granted he may be poking around places that he's not really meant to be, but missing is." Unfortunate, especially in my home. Yeah, I want to inside check this guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I also just got yeah. horse, apparently. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, def- uh, yes, I want yeah. in on Go the for insight it. check. Insight the band. And we're, uh, we're in a roll. desert, correct? <laughs> Technically, yes. Excellent. Not that great. I only got a 12. I got a 24. 24. He does not want his image to look poorly by people disappearing in his own house, is what you're gathering. You think that there may be something else under there, but you just can't quite put your finger on it. I mean, that's respectable. I mean, it's, it mm-hmm. makes sense. It's also sketchy because of what we know, but mm-hmm. also what we don't know. So mm-hmm. it's 50 50. Or bad. <laughs> could be. It looks well, like we're, we're, basically we're well. it could be good or it could we're be well, bad. Well. So you know, it could go well or poorly. <laughs> it's actually uh, good and bad. So it could be good. It could be bad. <laughs> Might even be both. There's no black <laughs> and white. There's only gray. It's Marshall's favorite color, gray. It's true. Get down on some. Wow. I don't think that. Uh, we need to hold attachment or anything like that. By any means. I could send Geld and Quintus. 
you see Geld is just kind of Geld is just crossing his arms and Quintus is like slowly reaching for his boot and he pulls out a dagger and he's like if if anything is the matter I did bring a dagger with me Uh, and Halalu is like you you're one of the guards, man. <laughs> You're allowed to have weapons in here. He's like, Ugh, I didn't really, I was running a bit late. He <laughs> uh, just looks really downcast. <laughs> Why was he running late? Because he was dealing with your slow asses who avoided him the entire time mm, throughout the call. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I mean, what do you think, Orofarty? Um, well, I mean, I, I think we'll be okay. I mean, we are yeah, seasoned, okay. seasoned adventurers and fighters and mercenaries. Um, I think he's probably just gotten drunk and passed out down there. Yeah, I've never seen him drunk, though. Oh, well, then he's probably drank half the cellar's <laughs> worth of ale. I would feel much more comfortable if you at least took one of my men with you. This is my home. Which one looks weaker? Held for sure. <laughs> he looks thinner. I mean, Quintus is kind of buff. Geld is not. <laughs> I mean, we can take Geld. He he does have a dagger. <laughs> no, that's Quintus that has the dagger. Oh, <laughs> Geld has a sword on him. <laughs> Geld, Geld like... has his full his full armament. I think we'll take him. Yeah, Geld's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. Sure, we'll take guilt. <laughs> Not good with names. <laughs> Me neither. <clears throat> Geld kind of just like steps forward. He he puts his fist to his chest, and he like does a slight bow to Halalu, and he says, uh, "Well, I'm. I suppose we can head there now if you're ready. Uh, it, you, you ready? Yes." Of course. Yeah. Let's go. He just turns wait, and wait, starts wait. walking to the kitchen. Junai grabs like three more, three or four more like fruits before we head oh out. Dara, you and Klushin both notice the um, the the darker skinned uh, elven man who you saw the tattoo on is currently kind of peeking out from the kitchen as you're approaching, and he watches. He kind of shifts back and opens the door for everybody, and he's like, "Um." um What's what's going on? It's not very customary for um, guests to be in the kitchen. And Geld says, uh, well, you see, we've got a bit of a situation here. Um, one of their companions is missing. He was apparently last seen moving toward the wine cellar. You see the, the elven man's face. Uh, kind of just looks blank. Um, the more insightful of you get the feeling that maybe he's like forcing himself to look neutral as best he can. <laughs> like somebody who's trying their best to keep a poker face uh, and not doing their best. Um, and he says, uh, of, of course, let me, let me get the key. I'll, I'll unlock it for you and, and, and you can head straight down. He does. So you hear the, the, uh, the cellar trap door just creaks open and uh, darkness below. You know, some slight movement on the walls of shadow from candles, but uh, just darkness. Wait, but it was locked, but Jordan was seen going in here alone? Elven man shrugs. 
You keep this locked all the time? Yes. Um, only certain staff members are allowed to have the keys. Uh, don't want anybody just going down there and stealing products on their way home. Do you mind if I see those keys for just one moment? He looks at Geld, who just gives him a nod, and he's like, sure. He hands them to you. It's a small key ring. Um, the ring itself is probably about the size of your fist, and it's got six keys on it. They look vaguely similar. Uh, you can see that they have like kind of scratched into the copper paint on a couple of them, like uh, <laughs> different letters for where they would go. Great. That's all. <laughs> I'm just going to have them now. He tucks him in his he just like tucks him into the side of his breastplate. He says, Thank you. He looks at you and he looks at Geld and he's like, Is this you can't just give a guest keys to the entire manor. That's that's not really you gotta have some clearance for the surely and Geld's just like Yeah, that is a bit unusual. Um <clears throat> I'd ask that you can hand them to me. And I'll hold on to them until we can give them back <laughs> well, I mean, we were to, uh, to Brinalk here. All right. We were being accompanied by you in a guided investigation, but sure, you can have them, I guess. He takes them and drops them in one of his pouches, and he's like, I understand that you'd like to take point on this investigation, and I'll allow it so much as you understand that this is private property and so before anything you get clearance uh, I heard about what happened <laughs> I'd prefer not to have broken locks and doors Lalu only has so much patience well, the, the broken lock guy is the one we're looking for so that he just like clicks his yeah. tongue and he's like <laughs> Why does that I think scare we're me? trying to prevent <laughs> any more damage being done. <laughs> and like that, and be, the trap door that was locked is intact, so something is suspicious about that. You see Geld just like pulls out this little piece of parchment and a pen and he's like, trap door was unlocked, which means either one of two things. He stole a key, he was let in, or it was unlocked at the time. Your room has no use for keys. <laughs> He doesn't uh, booze, believe in locked doors. Booze, I would see him stealing, but I don't think he would go to the trouble to steal keys. I don't know. It's like, it's like, okay, so he crosses off number two, and he's like, so either someone let him in intentionally or unintentionally, or he scooted in after somebody else had gone in. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Do you know who all has a key? Um, it's only a small list. Se senior members that... of the uh, kitchen staff, uh, as well as a couple of the others higher ranking uh, in the guards here. Uh, are all the kitchen staff like present? Like, are they like on duty right now, or are there some people who've? Uh, well, they bloody well work? should be. <laughs> it wouldn't do well for them to leave at the beginning of the banquet. Uh, he looks over and he's like, "Bernalk." Um, to the to the uh, darker complected elf with the tattoo that you saw before. It says Bernalk, uh, I want you to round up members of the kitchen staff and bring them here for questioning. We don't know what we're dealing with, so don't reveal anything. Just tell them we're going to have a team meeting 
Renault's just kind of like you see him just like scratching his wrist uh, where the tattoo is, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, okay, I can, I can go do that um, at once." Yes, uh, and then you see him leave, goes through the doors. Uh, uh, hi, so I, I, I had my hand raised, but it looked like I was waving. <laughs> Bill, Bill's waving back. Uh, That's cute. What, what, what does his tattoo look like again? Uh, so far, only Dara and Klushin have seen it. Okay, okay. They caught a glimpse of it when they were um, being served by him. I'm presuming that I didn't go with them, because that was said before we left the table. Dude, yeah. Uh, Klushin, you're the bug boy tracker of the group. Do you want to go down into the cellar and see if there's any evidence of Yordram's presence? I think we should wait and see if anybody's missing from the kitchen staff first. That's fair. Not a bad idea. At what time uh, did you just... You... Sorry. As I say, do you just wait a few minutes for them to return? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd say like four and a half, maybe five minutes at most pass, and then Bernalk enters into the room with uh, four other members of the kitchen staff and uh, immediately turns to Geld and kind of does like a slight, very stiff bow um and says there seems to be one person who is unaccounted for and gel just like starts writing down immediately and he's like interesting interesting and uh who would that be you see him like steeple his fingers together clearly really enjoying this whole thing (laughs) uh bernalk turns and says uh well it's, uh, it's Jules. I I saw him maybe 35 minutes ago, but um, it looked like he was taking food and drink out. I haven't seen him since. What does he look like? Physical oh, he's a, he's a human. A human male. Um, he's got sandy blonde hair. Uh, he He's one of the um, one of the servers. So he wouldn't be wearing much clothing. <laughs> He's a very muscular man, clean shaven, uh, not a hair on his body, really. I think he waxes. It's a little disturbing uh, just to how much he's willing to go through to, you know, he like looks down at himself, like look like one of us. Um, he's a big thing saying that uh, elves are superior and he wishes he was born one. And it's kind of weird. But, uh, you know, he's a weird guy, but I don't think he would, you know, do anything to anybody. Geld is just kind of looking at the group and he's like, taps his paper and he's like, is there any questions you would like to ask before we try to figure out what's going on? Any any questions you have for Bernalk here? Or any of the other staff? And he kind of looks over and you can see four kind of clothed men <laughs> and... uh there's like a couple more who are like we're already in the room and they're just like shirtless and just wearing the like leather skirts and shit. Oh, they just God, look really uncomfortable say, right feels now. Generous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I don't know that I have any questions for them. I would have I'm, questions for the one that's missing. Do any of those guys maybe maybe fit the description of the Merc from the from underground? 
Uh, from what you know of, he had curly brown hair. Yes. Yeah, very, very physical, like, you know, uh, he was fit. He was fit. And that, that, that's was, it, yeah. Like, like he, he might... He was wearing clothes. He might be one of the sexy servers, I don't know, because he's fit, I don't know. Could be. So could that priest. <laughs> yeah. Ocean. Stupid sexy server. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Geld uh, says, well, um, would you like to continue down into the cellar what what what's your plan you wanted to wait think... until these men got here and oh i wanted to know if any questions for here. them uh... not for the ones that are yes. here metal one what have you got to say could i look around real quick just for maybe some traces to see if he dropped anything or maybe if our friend had like lost something maybe traces of him being here um out of character, I'm looking to see if there's any evidence of a struggle. Are you looking that. in the cellar, out of the cellar? Um, well, I'll look because we're in the cellar at the moment, right? No, you're not. Everybody's in the door? kitchen. Not yet. <laughs> Can I look in the cellar? We're like on top of the stairs, about to go into the cellar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, a mean, reminder. Wanna... Yeah. Can I just look around just for a second? Maybe make an investigation check. Yeah. Okay. Now, also, if my blind sight picks up anything. Yep. Just... Thank you. Oh, I know. <laughs> I got a natural 20 plus 3, so a 23. Damn. I was hoping to prolong this even longer. No, <laughs> no, you definitely see signs of a struggle. You can see um, what looks like uh, on the stairway bits of spilled liquid. Uh, it's red. You can see... Like little bits of frayed rope that have been cut, it looks like, or or have fallen off of something. Uh, they're not connected to anything. They're just like little bits of fiber that have fallen off. Um, and I'll say with your natural 20, as you walk into the cellar, uh, you kind of take a look around a couple of the rows with the casks and the different kegs, and you can see one that's definitely damaged and looks like it was hurriedly put back on a shelf. You can see that, that there way. is dust on the ground that has been disturbed. And it looks like somebody tried to cover up their tracks, uh, but they didn't do an excellent job of it, as you can keenly just look right through and see what appears to be a body that's been dragged uh, toward uh, the far wall on the south side of the room. I'm going to, hmm, I'm trying to think of how to say this. He did. <laughs> <laughs> oh god well i mean that's the problem right because we were laughing about the 50 50 and doris is thinking this could have been good or this could have been bad and it's not good and i'm gonna say do you remember you remember when what we talked about right before we left with jen high yeah um, yes it was only a moment ago i <laughs> <laughs> even like 10 minutes ago um, I don't believe that that it was a pleasant experience that Yordram had down here. Um, why don't you all come down to see? And if you guys want to come forth, I'll show you all the things I found and point to every little bit, every little detail that Marshall described and say, what do you think? Do you think Geld someone... is furiously writing on his paper. <laughs> like, I think someone... I think someone kidnapped him. It's very obvious. And it's that going be... to 
What towards the wall there? Well, occlusion's really good at that, actually. Finding things, traps, maybe secret doors. Yeah, we can just furiously secret doors. Um, traps in the cellar. Is so we can see where he was. We can see where he was dragged. Can we see like footprints at all of the person that dragged him? Like, were they no, wearing like shoes? Said, like I said, they tried to do a decent job of covering their tracks, and they did, but they couldn't quite cover up the tracks of very obviously something being dragged through the room. Mm. Okay. I, I summon my echo and unsheath the great sword. You know all the good stuff. Mm. Oh, good oh, stuff. Oh boy. I want to look at the wall that it looks like he was dragged towards to see if there's a uh, anything that sure looks like. What kind of check would you like to like make? That. How are you doing it? I'm in. I'm. Uh, mm, I guess I don't know. You've never had this much liberty. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you want to do? Like, uh, I don't know. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm like looking to see if there's like any any spots in the in the stone that looks like they've slid ac across each other or like any spots on the floor that looks like it's rubbed or anything like that. Like any kind of marks for movement like that. Okay. So very physically based. All right, make an investigation check. I did so incredibly poorly. I rolled a natural one. Oh, hey. oh baby boy. <laughs> baby boy. Go ahead and, and roll that again just to see. That one was 12. All right, well, you're like really excited about this in a way. And you're like going to the wall. You're like fingering around the different pieces of the brick. And you're like, hmm, you're like trying to feel for any kind of latches. You're seeing places that look like brick has been moved. And then you're like trying to pull and push and nothing's happening. And yeah, you got nothing. Well, that just doesn't make kinda, any sense. You kind of give it like a good knock and it feels pretty sturdy. I'm going to try something. You guys stay here. I'll be right back. And I'm going to cast Gaseous Form on myself. Okay. All right. Which will allow me to move through any mere cracks or anything like that. And then I'm going to try to just go through the You're wall. You're just going to try to force yourself on this wall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Until you can enter it. <laughs> it. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I'm into it. Uh, yeah, no, okay, so it works. Uh, <laughs> had a high DC for me to roll, but it worked. Um, you, yeah, you, you gaseous form, you go through, you're, you're trying to find any kind of cracks or any crevices that you can squeeze in, and you find a lot, but a lot of them are sealed. Uh, and eventually... After a few seconds of like really just pushing all of the gas at the wall, eventually a small piece of it begins to seep through. And so you follow that little pinprick until you emerge on the other side uh, into what looks like a completely dark hallway. I don't know what your vision is like as a gaseous blob, um, but it's a completely dark hallway made of stone. It's maybe 10 feet wide and it looks like it goes a ways. I don't know if it changes my vision. It doesn't say. Or if you like retain your own aspects of vision. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's fine. Um, either way, it's a dark room. 
10 feet across uh, stonework and it seems to go to the left, maybe about 10 feet and to the right, it seems to go a bit farther and uh, before it rounds a corner and gets lost. Does it look like there's any way from this side to open up this wall? Make an investigation check as a gaseous oh, blob. As a gaseous blob. I got a 21. I'm much more perceptive as a blob. Much more perceptive. Well, we'll play it like this. You're you're throwing, again, the gas at the different parts of this wall and trying to feel throughout your body if there's anything there. And I'll say that as you do, you discover a, a little piece of stonework that is false. Uh, it's hollow. And you feel that if you, in your gaseous state, if you force your gas into it, you can see what looks like a lever that you could potentially pull to pull the wall. Okay. I'm going to... Hmm. There wasn't any other beings in this hallway that I could see. Not that you can see. Oh, buddy. All right. I'm going to, like, try to position myself so my hand is already on the lever when I turn back into a solid. Okay. And then I'm going to turn into a solid and pull it really quick. Yeah. Make a strength check. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> Make a dirty saving throw. <laughs> yeah, right? Make a con save. Make a whiz save. Just just die. I got Make a 20 on my streak. I got a 20 on my streak. Stupid lever. Stupid yeah. lever. You just break it off. No. <laughs> strong. Oh, fuck. Go back. Oh, imagine if that's how DCs worked. There's a window that you have to hit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> no, so so yeah, no, you you managed to pull. You're it's it, you're like flexing your muscles. You're pulling really hard. Um, your arms really are kind of sore. Do it too, don't I? <laughs> your like, arms flex are pretty my sore. muscles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your arms are pretty sore. As you're you're basically pulling like dozens of pounds of hard stone, just pulling it out to the side. Um, but it does begin to creak open. And on the other side, uh, you all watch uh, in this kind of like cloud of dust almost as these rocks begin to like just like crumble and scrape along the ground. And uh, yeah, it's not as loud as you would think it would be. It seems like this is used relatively often, but it's still loud enough that in the cellar, it's like. Upon seeing that, Jinhai is going to be like, oh, whoa, and like try to like grab his hands and help, like, sh- try to shove the rest of it to the side. I Easy thought Jinhai stayed with, with, uh, with Alexander. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. I, I, said, I, I considered it, but then I realized Millie was with Alexander. So I went with oh, okay. And she's okay. I must have totally missed that. I must have totally missed that. I was... I thought I didn't know he was here either, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I mentioned that. Well, I I remembered he had said something in the kitchen, so I was like, I think he came. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Okay. The door opens. Oh, thanks for the help. uh, You you see Clusion just standing there. (laughs) And you can see in the light candlelight, um, 10 feet across of, of flooring, and then hard stone uh, to the left, you can see about 10 feet before it just stops. Um, and you can see, like Clusion saw to the right, it looks like this path extends out 20, 30 feet or so, and then wraps around to the right out of sight. Is, uh, is Homie taking a note? Oh, you better believe. And does he look remarkably surprised? He does. And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, 
<laughs> Sorry, I had to roll something real quick. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> he looks incredibly surprised. Like, his eyebrows are raised up, and he's, like, furiously writing in his book, and he's like, there's a lever on the other side, apparently. You have to really push that door closed. He's like, but how do you open it from the inside? That's the question. Can I insight that? Yeah, go for it. I was going to say, can I see if he actually wrote these things down, or if he's just acting Oh, he's definitely like writing. He's definitely oh. writing. Okay. Yeah. It's just a two. Just a two. It's like, all right. Okay. Seems very surprised. Um, excited about the prospect of like secret areas in the manor that he doesn't know about. Um, kind of like he, a tunnel. Kind of like a secret tunnel. <laughs> kind of like a cheeky secret tunnel there. All right. You guys want to hit it? Yeah. He grabs a, a candle and he kind of looks back and you can see uh, Brynolk is kind of standing on the stairs just watching everything happen. And he looks a bit worried uh, for the more insightful of you. And uh, Geld kind of shouts back. And he's like, hey, make sure that the others don't go anywhere. We, uh, we'll be back soon, hopefully. Just keep everybody rounded up. You got this, Brunelk. You see him just kind of <laughs> fist to his chest, bows lightly, and returns upstairs. What are you doing? Heading in? Geld's a human, right? Geld is a human, yes. Ugh, no dark vision, all right. Yeah, he's got a candle on him. Yeah. He's, he's a smart boy. But who's going first? Geld's like, as much as I would like to, um, your friend can turn into gas. <laughs> it, it just feels like... I mean, not at will. Just feels like something <laughs> that, like, would be pretty handy if there is any kind of traps or anything waiting oh ahead. Oh, my. Just turn into a gaseous cloud and fuck off. <laughs> Just for the record, you have a spotlight. You're not going to be in the front. And you're probably not going to get that as soon as we walk into the tunnel. I'm going to take it from you anyway. So uh, you just have to like grab someone's arm. He like, arm. his tongue. He's like, how am I going to take notes if I can't see? Sorry, buddy. We need to stealth. We need the, the, the invisibility. Store your notes in your noggin. All right, that's what I do. That's... I don't have a great memory. That's why I take notes. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh no. An information uh, seeker with a bad memory. Is that that's why, is that, that that's a, why he's gotta write? Yeah. And remind me, Jinhai, you also don't have dark vision, right? I don't I don't think I do. I don't think oh, I yeah, gave I you a mock dark vision. I don't think you did. Mm -mm, unfortunately. Because no, I gave them I gave them calculated fury. That's right. Which I've yet to use, actually. <laughs> All right. I'll get your back, Clusion, if you want. <clears throat> Fantastic. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of, you know, gas left in me, as oh it were. God. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of gas left in the tank. Oh. Yeah, it's right. moving down the tunnel. I'm going to be right. I'm going to push, not push, push, but I'm going to gesture for, oh my God, I forgot his name, um, with the notepad. Um, with the notepad. Geld. Yeah. He wow. can go in the middle. And then I'm going to go right behind him. I can bring up the rear. Also, right. there's, if there's anything important, one of us could write it on Geld's notebook for him. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Geld is like holding it to his chest and he's like, well, I mean, you don't need to do that. I, I can 
I, 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 I can just take notes in my head, I guess, and write them down once where I can even just try to write them in the dark. I mean, I remember where I left off. <laughs> you could just start on the like, page. Then you see him just like fumbling around with his pen, just like <laughs> trying to remember exactly where he left off. And he's like, here, I think. All right. I'm yeah. going to grab his notepad from him. I'm just going to literally grab it and pull uh, it out Roll the strength pen. check. Roll a strength check. I want to. No. <laughs> this is going to be the part where one person has to high risk the notebook. A 15, a 15 to grab yeah. it out of he his hand. He has a 19, so he's just going to rip it back out, and he's going to no! be like, I would appreciate it if you don't try to take my things. I am a member of House uh, Sunspire's Guard. Please keep that in mind. But why are you being so, why are you so possessive over your notebook? I've always wanted to be a detective. This notebook. Oh, uh, my. <laughs> this is my chance. If I can prove myself useful, maybe Halalu will send me to gather informants or gather information of some kind. So this is this is big for me. Leave me alone. Let's go. Okay, Mr. Useful, uh, grab my tail so you don't get lost. Come on. Okay. If you're going to take notes in the dark, you could start on a fresh page. So you don't have to remember where you left off. Yeah. But then if I... It's also a good idea. But then if I don't, and if I do that, and then I look back, and I, I want to fill that space with something else later in the light, it's just going to be out of order and not make sense. You can put a drawing or, of the door that we Exactly, open. exactly. That's Guys, Yorderum could be dead. <laughs> yeah, we should probably go. <laughs> can we progress, no, it was, please? It was good and bad, so the bad had to be the bad taken, and the good is that he's alive, I hope. Are we are, we'll find him, or he's dead. Or just currently getting forward. tortured. Yeah. yeah, maybe the good was to find a cool secret tunnel. Marshall's just trying to kill time here. <laughs> like that's what's happening. <laughs> I'm not the one moving. who wanted to wait five minutes Please. for the kitchen crew. We need to move. Trying to kill time. We, and we have another person we need to keep an eye on. I can't for believe now, that Coleman that just saw right through me there. Jeez. <laughs> no. Okay. So making your way through wait. the tunnel. Uh, I have a yep. question yes. real quick. Uh, did Orofarne discuss like what the layout of what he saw, like the maze-like um, patterns? You you would have disclosed that to us, right? Yeah, I was talking as I saw everything when we were under the stadium, but we're not in the stadium right now, are we? We're in like a manor outside the stadium, yeah, but right. it could be connected, so you know, yeah. That that that's <laughs> that's what I was kind of asking. So, uh. I do have pieces of chalk if people want them in case people get lost we mark where we go just an idea that could work all right just mark one line and i can see pretty well Clusion can see dara can't see right or no, can you i've got 300 feet dara there you go by a fucking ridiculous match oh that's right magician. god of twilight that's right why okay, so yeah so yeah just gin every just mark Return. a little bit like some just, just take a piece market. of chalk and write guild was here and like a little <laughs> character of himself with his yeah. peace sign oh my god i see so it's probably like terrible Jin, it might not be a bad idea since you're so tall to write it along the ceiling that's the least noticeable i feel like mm -hmm. that's actually yeah that's a really good idea yeah guild interrupts you that. and he's like are we moving or not yes let's move yes. just like total serious mode suddenly and he's like your friend could be dead Motherfucker. Grab my tail. Let's go. <laughs> he gives it a shake. <laughs> I whip him with the other tail. <laughs> All right. He's got a bullshit. 
<laughs> We're moving up. forward. That's enough of it. <laughs> moving forward, um, when you hang to the right, just like taking a peek over the side, Clusion, um, you can see that this hallway extends probably 50 or so feet uh, before it hangs a left and a right. There's a crossroads. Oh, boy. The path leading to the crossroads, uh, you can see on the right side the uh, stonework and masonry of the, the cellar, uh, some of the walls that had had the, the stone arches kind of that had been filled with stone, uh, making it almost seem like at one point this area was used for something else, but then they kind of walled it all off and just kind of left it as a cellar down there. Uh, on the left side, you can see more of that same design. Um without really any knowledge of if it goes anywhere or not. Um, is there continuous body dragging marks along the floor? Make an investigation check. Oh, yeah. Anybody, Clusion, up front, want to help me? Four. I don't have proficiency in investigation. I don't either. So I am not allowed. That's what Gavik was here for. Clusion and Varn's detective agency idea just went up in smoke. I mean, anybody else could I'm just do an individual perceptive. check if they wanted. <laughs> if anyone can make an individual check. <laughs> it's too late now. You've done it. All right. Um, yeah, it looks like it continues on. Goes oh. to the crossroads. Um, it vaguely looks like it heads left. It's kind of harder to tell at this point. We're hot on the trail, Clusion. Just follow that dragging trail and it goes left right there. Okay. We're going left. Then we're not even get a second guess that one. We're just moving, baby. Right I know what I'm the, doing. It's okay. <laughs> right at the junction uh, on the wall, you can see kind of scratched out with a pocket knife as you go by Clusion, uh, the letter E. Okay. And the E has a little arrow pointing down as part of the like bottom part of the E. Like it curves and comes down and points down. As we're going, I'm kind of like gonna take the chalk and like, like create like a little like arc on the ceiling as like we are turning left. Okay. Or Bill has turned into Geld there. Like, I was taking notes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I should. Yeah. Um, notes. So are you heading left? <laughs> yes. Okay. Meanwhile, Yordrim down the right pathway. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, it was a four. <laughs> yeah. uh, heading left, you quickly lose the trail. Like, very quickly. After about 30 feet or so, it's just gone. Um, you can see up ahead that the hallway curves around to the right once more. Um, do you proceed? Do you progress? You can kind of vaguely see some of you uh, that are in the front. Little flickers of lamplight almost yeah that's gotta be a kind of good sign there's at least something over here weld and well yeah. baby i mean it's probably <laughs> bad but i mean it's something yeah <clears throat> are there any markings on the wall around this um on this wall there is a w it's going to spell wheel. We're going the right way. <laughs> or whoa. <laughs> but we already had an E. Oh, but whoa has an E too. Damn it. <laughs> no, it's W-O-A-H. Whoa. 
<laughs> Whoa, this is the wrong direction. Do you continue down the corridor? Cautiously. All right, Pat. Cushion, Trailbreaker, the head of the group. This is where I die. Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Occlusion. I called it. He did call it before it happened. I got a 28. Called it. Could have investigated it when he called it instead. Uh... (laughs) 28, yeah. Um, as you're walking, you you feel cautious suddenly. You feel like something's up. And just a little flicker of that lamplight, as you look down at your feet, you notice as you're about to step forward, just a glint off of a thin wire. You don't see right, the trap. Is it right where the W was? <laughs> no. Oh, it's okay, around no. the corner, about 15 feet. Okay. I was wondering if it was just an indicator. Uh... Can I disarm the trap? Me just a second. Can you? Let me get my DC up for this. Uh, I would say you could go ahead and make a sleight of hand check if you would like, as you're going to be working with wire and trying not to trigger it. Everybody step back a couple of steps. We have people without dark vision, so I definitely want to try to. I didn't roll great, so I only got a 13. We could just try stepping over it. Yeah. We can't see. How are you? How 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 do you disarm this trap? How are you trying to do it? Are you like looking around and feeling for any kind of trigger mechanism, and then cut the red wire, but not the blue wire? (laughs) Like, uh, I mean, yeah, kind of. If 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 there was kind of any evidence or any obvious like thing like that to do it, then yeah. Otherwise, it probably was gonna just like kind of get up by the wall where it looked safe and kind of hold it and try to like let her rip in a safe fashion where it wouldn't hit me. Okay, so you're you know triggering I mean? it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, you do so. And uh, Orofarne, make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, oh, no. I, I did say for everybody to step back, and I was hoping to get back about 10 feet. Is that enough? That makes sense. No, not okay. unless you're on the other side of the corner. Okay, uh, which we were not. A dex save. Not proficient, mm-hmm. only get plus one. Hey, 19. 19, you succeed. I a guy, dude. Um, Thanks. You, you just, you, you're watching Clusion and you're like, this is a bit reckless. <laughs> He's, mm-hmm. What is he doing? And uh, you hear the twang as the, the string snaps and blindingly fast, but slow enough for you to dodge out of the way. You watch this thin, long metal spike right past your head. Just harmlessly into the wall behind you with a large clunk. Oh my god. Dushin. Wow. I've never seen one like that before. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 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 Oh, wow. That one shot spikes. <laughs> we gotta be more careful, okay? Let's uh, let's not do that again. I mean, I've got reflexes like a cat, but you know. Yeah, that was impressive. Is it the tail that gives you better balance? I have no it's idea. Be the tail. It's the tail ring. Is it magical? You'd like to know. I would like switching gears here for a moment. Um, Yordrum. Yes. You come to 
It's kind of like a, it's kind of like your head is just feeling extremely foggy. And for a moment, you're not sure what's going on. You open your eyes and everything is black. You feel something hot and sticky on the side of your head. You can feel your arms being pulled. Shut the fuck up, Coleman. You feel your arms (laughs) being pulled. You're just the first one I saw that's just laughing over there. I'm like, this guy. Everybody. Everybody's doing it. Everybody loves Um, You feel your arms kind of stretched above you, kind of behind your head. You feel scraping as your your back and your armor that you put on (laughs) uh, beforehand had been scraping against the ground. um, Except you don't feel your armor. And that's kind of the first thing that wakes you up a bit more. Your back is hurting like crazy, being dragged across these jagged stones. The next thing you know, you feel your arms thrust onto what feels like some kind of spike. And you hear the sound of ropes tightening and heavy iron chains being pulled into the room. You feel your body lift and be thrown back against the wall and your hands fixed to the spike. You hear droplets of water hitting what sounds like a stone floor. It feels very damp and musty in this room. Um, As the footsteps begin to turn and head toward the other side of the room, you can hear what sounds like a heavy cell door closing, and then silence as the footsteps fade away. About a minute later, the footsteps come back along with the sound of wheels hitting the stones and bouncing lightly as some object is being pushed along the ground before you hear this loud thunk as this object is set down. You hear a solid noise of something being set followed by a light scraping and then another set and then a light scraping. This continues for a few minutes until you're left with no sound at all. And we'll come back to that here in just a minute. (laughs) Alexander at the table. The wheel thing was so literal. It's a wheel. (laughs) 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 Fuck off. His ancestors are so cryptic. (laughs) <laughs> God damn it, I just got it. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and wheel. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, Alexander at the table with Millie. Uh, she's still lightly eating. You can hear the sounds of laughter and merriment around you. What are you doing? It's been a few minutes. Very visibly uncomfortable. Make a make a perception check. Uh, perception. What's that number? I don't trust any of my dice. I've rolled like so many ones. Twelve. You notice um, after Halalu's speech in the coming minutes. Um, Waitstaff and cooks begin converging on the kitchen one by one. 
and then silence uh, kind of fills the area for a few moments as people are wondering what's going on before it goes back to the laughter and murmuring and everything else and, and music and dance. And um, occasionally glancing around the room, you see uh, two of the shirtless waiters kind of appear back from the kitchen and they're walking very quickly. And right behind them is... Uh, <coughs> Uh, God, what did I? <laughs> Walking right behind him is Brinalk, the darker complected elf who uh, had served you guys your food earlier. And they are all kind of hush hush talking, very quickly moving. Um, and they kind of work their way through the crowd and make their way left up the banister uh, toward the stairs. Somewhere up along the second floor, you can kind of see them from where you're sitting um, on the 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 balcony ledges and stuff. Um, before they continue on down the hall and you see Brinalk just kind of like reach into one of his vest pockets and pull out a key and just like hurriedly push it at the door and it doesn't work the first couple times before he turns and clicks and pushes it open and they quickly rush inside and the door is closed. My character wouldn't know. Never mind. Curious. Um... Is uh, Halalu still in deep conversation with Forgive me, I forget the the other dude's name that was sitting there with Abilene. us. Abilene. Um, not so much. At this point, um, Ishan and his sister Ishani, the uh the the elves, the olive skinned elves um from before that were in the Brokamuda with the blood blades right. are now kind of sitting and just chatting with him. This light conversation as they eat their food. When I was flying around the, the building uh, earlier in the day, did I get the sense that there's a bunch of windows? For this place, there are there are quite a few. Um, not so much windows as just holes in the wall, you know, decorated and such. But yeah, I'm gonna try it. Um, I never dismissed Corvo, and I'm gonna attempt to go into his vision sure. from here. Sure. Um, how far does that work? If I want to say 500 feet, but let me double check that. You may have to pull him out and pull him back in in order to get him if you've not um, commanded him to like follow you. Where is like fine familiar? 100 feet. Oh, it's not even that far. 100 feet. Yeah. I mean, if you want, oh. you can just like summon him somewhere within range and do whatever. Uh, the range is only 30 feet, so I doubt I could summon him outside. Actually, no, range is 10 feet. No, yeah, it was 30 feet. Sorry. The, the, the initial casting is 10 feet. Uh, and I'm, a, I'm presuming this is like moments after they left, like within the first five or so minutes. It took five minutes for the cooks to all get to the kitchen. Okay. Um, and then it was a couple minutes after that. So it's been like maybe 10 minutes total since they left. Millie, do you fancy getting some fresh air? Like gives you a slight smile. She's like, I mean, always, yes. Stand up, give a nod to Halalu. He nods back. And grab her hand and head out the front door. Okay. Easy to do. Um, passing by a few people, making your way out to the, the front, uh, passing through the foyer and, and eventually exiting through the front door, you do happen to see a friendly figure down by the uh, the gardens, so to speak, of this place, 
um, on the lower levels, the lower tier of gardens. Uh, you see Fallow just like engaged in conversation with the woman from before with the black hair and black nails and black lipstick and pale skin and raven dress. I feel like I should talk to them. But what are they doing inside? I don't like that. I hear you rolling in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Got to. Priorities. What's the plan? Are their backs towards us? Or can they they see us as we're Fallow's back is to you. Does the mystery woman who never gave me her name see me? If she does, she makes no gesture showing you that she acknowledges you. I'll let them do their thing. Um, If there is a gardens area, Mm -hmm. kind of detour towards that direction. That'd be easy to do. The whole uh, left side of the manor is gardens. So, As we're walking, I summon Corvo. Back to my side. I haven't let him enjoy this much free time before. Kind of scriff him on underneath the underneath his beak. Like moves his head to get a little bit better scritches. Millie's just smiling. She's like, "This this garden is is beautiful, isn't it?" It's very curious how they're able to keep it like this with the temperate climate here. Well, um. You know, kind of how we did at the Lyceum, where it tends to be snowy year-round, and, and we still had a nice garden. True. It just shows that they put a lot of love into it. It does help that people don't blow it up from time to time as well. Kind of laughs, and she's like, that's scary true, yes. She's just, like, looking around, and her eyes are just resting eventually at the crystals that are floating in the sky, and she's like looks very confused and she turns to look at you and she's like what is and as she begins to do that she looks like she's wincing and she kind of puts a hand on her head and she's like "Ah, what is going on what is she looks like she's in immense pain like a a splitting migraine like times 10 she's still standing still functioning just very uncomfortable I, I don't know Oh no. She like glances up again at the um the floating crystals in the sky and she's like ah, they're beautiful, but I don't I don't remember that ah. she she finally kind of like sits on a stone bench and just grabs her head in both of her hands. Um this is gonna seem a little weird. And I'm gonna let the the nanites start swarming my hands. As I um, effectively am going to try to cast the first level cure wounds, not in the sense of trying to cure the wound, just more ease that pain that she's experiencing right now. Yeah. Go ahead and, and, and roll for that, the health or whatever. That is a six. Nice. You see her, um, her hand is shaking on the side of her head. And it, she, the wincing slowly stops, and she just looks like horrified and confused. And she's looking up, and she's like, "That's, that's not my sky. It's not." I kneel down in front of her. This isn't. And why? She like shoots a glance back toward the woman in black and Fallow, 
And she looks back at the sky, and, and once more her head is just burning and hurting. I don't know why. I don't know why I was thrown into this reality either. Her eyes kind of do that thing where they go wide and start darting in each direction as she's like thinking and realizing things. And she's like, this isn't, this isn't, this is, this isn't our, our world. What, what do you? No. I mean, yes, but no. She sighs very deeply. What about what about everybody that I, I, I left behind? What about what 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 happens here? What what about the Millie here? What about the me? I I sit down beside her, grab one one and or both of her hands. I've been asking myself that same question for the last several months. I know that when I got here, the STL of this world has, was already dead. I know that the Millie of this world was still alive, but as I haven't seen that person a few top, I can't speak on that. He's slowly nodding, looking very concerned. I, it, it's it's a bit much. My head is is swimming with with impossible memories, and I think I need to lie down. I I need. I need rest. You see she's like raggedly breathing and like face is flushing. Obviously not here. <laughs> Although this is a beautiful garden. Gives a weak smile. Yeah. She looks I'm very Sorry. she looks very feverish. Um and placing a hand on her face, you confirm. I may not have the light spirit any in me anymore. But that doesn't mean I don't have some light as I let the nanite swarm once again and hit her with another personal curums. We're five. It seems to ease her pain somewhat, but she's still flush, still ragged. Maybe with this we can make it to respite. She nods. Just very concerned looking again, just very weak. Is there some place I can Lie down for a few hours. Yeah. I'll I'll guide her back to where we were staying. Okay. I'm making acknowledgement to follow along the way. Okay. As you begin to guide Millie out of the gardens, Yordurim, you've now fully come to. There's still a bag on your head. You're bound by some measure. What would you like to do? Before I move at all, um, I'm going to see if I can hear anything moving in the cell with me or wherever I am. Sure. Make a perception check. Perception. Uh, that's a 22. 22. Despite the soft kind of ringing that you feel in your ears, you're actually pretty keen right now. Um, the sound of water dripping from the ceiling into a puddle to your right uh, is very loud in your ear. And momentarily, you hear scuffling on the other side of the wall as presumably the person who locked you in here um, is kind of leaving or moving around in some capacity. Uh, and as you do that, 
you, you hear the scuffle and then you hear silence once more. Um, occasionally you'll hear soft kind of scratching noises on the floor beside you. And you can smell what smells like food from the banquet, not the best food, but you know, bits and pieces of the banquet food. You can smell, uh, you can smell roast. You can smell steamed vegetables. Um, it's kind of mired and overruled by the smell of dung and musky. I mean, it's a cell. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm kind of just hanging like this. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Your feet are touching the ground. Um, so you're not like fully like suspended or anything like that. And I, the chain pretty tight at the top. It's fairly tight. It's not super loose, but it's not like so tight that you can't move or anything like that. Tight enough to where I can like kind of hold out forward and like trying to walk backwards up the wall. So I can get a head close enough to my hands. Sure. Yeah. I can go for it, yeah. I'm going to do some acrobatics here, boys, since I don't have armor on. <laughs> Speaking of that, let's take the armor off. Okay. Yeah, can I take my hood off? Yeah, if you've walked up the wall and you kind of get your hands situated by your head, by all means. Yes, I will do that. As you do. Uh, Yordi, do you have any sort of dark vision? I believe it's 60 feet. Let me take a look here. Uh... Racial feats, racial traits. He has 60 feet of dark vision. 60 feet of dark vision, hell yeah. Uh, in the room around you, it's pitch black, um, but you can see shades of gray of everything. Uh, you can see a saucer with water that's kind of collecting um, a bit of bacteria and grossness inside of it. You can see a uh, little food bowl that's got some bits of roast and steamed vegetables, some corn by the look of it, or peas. It's kind of hard to tell in this gray vision. Um, you see the sound and the source of the skittering is a small mouse that's been chewing on some of the food. And you can see like a tiny rat hole that has been carved through the rock. Um, the cell itself, you can see a... Uh, metal grate um, kind of jail cell door with uh, the bars going across it and in front of that you just see very freshly placed brick was that like clicking sound earlier was that them like pulling the chains tight uh, from from outside or from where from which one sorry from from last time you were talking about from last time um you can presume that if they drug you in here and the only exit is through this door and now directly on the other side is just stones that they must have laid brick, smeared, laid bricks, smeared, thunk, 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 thunk. Okay. You've been cask of a Montalado bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell what type of metal the chains are made out of? Being a being a dwarf, 
being being from a dwarven family, uh, very very uh, proud and and Jark really does not like us. Um, not at all. Being from a, a a fairly affluent family, obviously you you know your metal, you know your way around some metal. Mm. Nice. Make a knowledge check. Have we got you set up on those? I don't know if we have. It's basically uh, a plus no. eight usually. Okay, well I rolled sixteen. This is pretty pretty bad quality iron. Like it's not known for its strength, um, but it is known for getting the job done if you're properly bound. I'm gonna try and push off with my legs and see if the momentum carrying forward will kind of break the chains. Yeah. Make an athletics check, Yordi. And I will say make this a disadvantage because you are bound. And just the complexity of what you're trying to do. The first one was a 12, second was an 11, but I have a plus 6, so 17. 17. All right, that's enough. That'll do it. Like I said, it's not super great quality iron. Um, flexing your leg muscles and pushing off with your feet, uh, you hear the soft scrape of the iron coming from the wall, and the the spike, the peg that had been hammered in, begins to wiggle free, and with one last push... You suddenly find yourself falling and sitting on the ground, hands still manacled together, but able to no move chance. around freely. Uh, let's see here now what to do. Can I go see if the door's like actually locked? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, giving it a little bit of a push, you see that the door is not locked. I'll push it open then. You push it about halfway open before it hits the brick wall. Damn. You can definitely squeeze through it. Um, but yeah, there is a brick wall to deal with. Okay, so I'm guessing I don't have like any of my gear. Nope. You've been stripped. I'm going to look around for that. Unless you hit it in your prison pocket. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Jordy just pulls a sword out of his ass. <laughs> starts pulling. He just starts pulling javelins out. Oh no, God. he'd pull a keg out. That's where they came from. <laughs> yeah. He's like, at least I still got this. <laughs> that's why. That's why the archers were terrified. They're like, oh my god. <laughs> that's why he can't get drunk. That's right. So basically, right. two ways now. Two ways. Two Sorry. ways I can go, left or right. No, no, it's just a straight up wall. Like <laughs> straight up wall. Okay. Yeah. What can they the did door... is they locked you in a cell, and then they bricked that cell off from the outside. So even if you open the door, you're still stuck in the cell. Gotcha. Can I pull the door back into the cell? Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah, and then Yordi's going to go to the wall where he's chained. And Yordi's going to get a running start. <laughs> yep. Yordi's going to try and Kool-Aid man through this wall that they just put up. Oh All right. God. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like it. Give me an athletics roll. Oh, 17 plus 9. 26. I should Open raise the DCs of things. <laughs> you just it's hear really... the sound of skin slapping against stone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, you get a nasty scraping on your face. Uh, you take a, a fair amount of uh, damage here. Um, again, just running full on into a wall. You take four hit points of damage. 
Um, as you're bound and you're kind of like slamming into it without your shield. Shouldering it. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't feel good. It's solid brick. Um, You do, however, manage to knock loose a couple of the bricks at the top and you feel a slight give in the wall. And you get the feeling that if you spend a few more minutes doing this, it'll probably come down. I'm going to keep doing it. Okay. Uh, We're going to switch back to the tunnel boys, making your way toward the flickering light that you'd seen before. Clushin leading the group. You can see a hooded lantern. It's kind of sitting on a dusty crate. Behind it, you can see indents in the walls where storage once was, uh, which now just sits empty, filled with cobwebs. This is a small-ish room, maybe 15 feet wide by 15 feet across. Um, Ceiling's only 10 feet tall. Glancing through, at first glance, it it just appears you've hit a dead end. Um, It looks like on the left and right sides of the room, there were once chambers that have been bricked off. We should look into those. Like we we uh we're still going like straight, right? From where we were going? Yeah. After after that trap? Okay. Yeah, yeah. After the trap you rounded the corner to the trap and straight on ahead was the Yeah, so we round quarter trap. Yeah. It's an intersection with like three walled off sectors or uh, from what you can tell, it just looks like there is a room and there is uh, a wall on the left and a wall on the right that looks like they're man-made um, much later than the rest of the room. And the area behind the lamp looks to just be like an old storage area that's been bricked off long ago. I hope you guys don't mind. Do you, you care if we get rid of the light? It's not going to bother me any. I'm just going to use thaumaturgy and kill the lantern and kill it you have a family and throw it (laughs) no for jinhai and geld darkness falls over the room it's eerie knowing how much you've just seen and then suddenly seeing nothing at all we has to be down here somewhere there's nowhere farther this way how fresh do these look walled off like a lot newer or like oh this stucco is still wet like mortar Make an insight check. yeah mortar mortar of course yeah 16 looks pretty old okay yeah looks pretty old it's newer than the rest of the room but that it's not saying a whole lot this place is old yeah that wall must have rolled a pretty good deception check <laughs> <laughs> how'd you know oh my god <laughs> Roll for wall. To beat a 16, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, do we want to see if there's a button or some sort? Kind of like what you did earlier? The last time we started pushing buttons. Uh, What happened? Chase is losing it right now. (laughs) Yeah, Chase is losing his mind. (laughs) He's so red. No, the last (laughs) time we pushed a button, it was fine. It was the time before that that it wasn't. Oh, okay. I was about, yeah, I was about to say, like, only Klusha and Dara are here present to, like, who've been through that. <clears throat> or Fine is just going to start feeling around the walls. 
think just uh, which one do you start with, left or right? Uh, always left. Left, okay. Uh, Stonewall. Um, free to roll investigation if you'd like. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, man. Don't you know right hand rules 18. when spelunking? 18. It's a wall. Right hand rules. <laughs> cool. It's a wall. It's, it's a wall. I check the right wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can go off that same check if you want. Um, no, I rolled a 19 for this one. Sorry. Oh, a 19 for this one. <laughs> it's, uh, unfortunately, Coleman, it's it's a wall. Perfect. Okay. It's much more clearly a wall, though. Yeah, it's, it's a little, you're more certain. That about 5% more certain that it's yeah, a wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. about 5%. Yeah. <laughs> uh. About 5%, you know, like, minus whatever the modifier is. <laughs> just, mm -hmm. just end it. <laughs> There's no modifier, it's just 5%. No, 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 no. I'm saying we're going to add your modifier to that 5%. Mm. Uh, and then we're going to take that modifier off that 5%. And it's going to be like it was always 5%. <laughs> My modifier is zero, so it's okay. Even better. <laughs> Even better. Well, what do you guys think? Our math in schools now. Um, do we want to check back the other way? Where the other sealed off thing was? Yeah. Probably. We could, right. yeah. Because, I mean, you said it doesn't look like these were made the last hour or two. Much no. older. So. How long will it take us to get back over there? Like a minute or two? Minute. Um, like I said, there is... Yeah, just a, a crate, dusty crate with a lantern in this room, really. Left and right walls are bricked. The back wall is a storage-like area that's been long left to the spiders. Um, if you make your way back toward like the trap and the W and stuff. Can I check the crate? Sure. What role yes. is that? Or do I just do it? Investigation. You don't have a crate button? Uh, a six. Nope. <laughs> crate. It's a dusty old crate. And a great crate. Uh, as you, great. you uh, move the lantern to open the crate, and it's just filled with old. Old. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like choking. Uh, it's filled with old, like rotten hay, essentially. That's just decomposing. Gross. I know this plot. <laughs> Something was probably shipped in that. Let's not look into the crate too much. I just wanted to see if there was something in it, but you want to see if there's anything at the bottom. Oh my god! It was like I made a six. So I don't know. I mean, if you're reaching in and you're wanting to like move the hay around and get to the bottom, you're welcome to. It is the bottom of this. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get to the bottom of it, dude. You got that right. Sure. Yeah, I, um... I'll feel around. Dara, this doesn't really affect you because you are metal and wood. Um, you feel you feel a little bit of, of of wood get shaved off your hand as you plunge your hand down into the hay. Oh my swear to God! Some real sharp shit down there. Kind of pull your hand out and you look at all the nicks on your fingers and realize that. This is bait. 
that it's very clearly a trap. Like, Clushin. Like someone's going to reach in there and just cut the shit out of themselves. Um, I just lift up my hand and I'd be like, I think this is a trap, but I don't really know what kind of trap this is. I don't hunt. Like, what would you, what would you, are you looking for like small vermin or is it? Geld steps forward very solemnly in the dark and he's like, there's only one quarry that that trap would be set for. The most dangerous game. People. Anyway, do we want to go look in the the dark room? (laughs) (laughs) I think definitely. (laughs) Which way are you going? We die, let's go. Well, the, the room that was left to the spiders, you said. Oh, it's not a room. It's a, it's like an alcove in the wall. Mm. Yeah. It's like an old storage like alcove that's been emptied. Can I look for a lever? Sure. Make an investigation. Here's where I roll bad. Fourteen. Fourteen. You move your hand onto the wall to search for a lever and it just goes right through. Awesome. <laughs> I give a little look, see, like just, oh, yeah. pop in, pop out. Pop in, things pop look. Out. It's a short hallway <laughs> opening up into a larger room. There is torchlight on the far side of it, and um, it looks like a room similar to this with many walled-off areas, with the bricks looking newer and newer and newer. The farther down the corridor they go, go. <clears throat> I think this is the right way. So, correlation was that to the room? Like, if we're sitting here, we had the bricked-off wall, bricked-off wall. Was the alcove, like, in front of us? Yep. Straight ahead so from I'm, where you entered. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing kind of, like, a semi-map as we're doing this. Hell yeah. Is so there is a Del. symbol on the wall? <laughs> this complete pitch black, but he's over here, like... <laughs> Just, like, in uh, Yes. There is a symbol on the wall. <laughs> Did you just make that up? <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> bro, take that video. Please. My guy went. What? Oh, God. <laughs> His sleeve came up and everything. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there's an in. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got? An E, a W, and an N. Uh, are the W and the N on like different sides of the wall? Here's how it went. You had the E on one side that was pointing down. Uh, the E formed a thing that went down. And then you went left and you found a W. Sure. And then you turned right and you found an N. We need so was to it find like it. this? Yes, that's exactly how the E looked. Yeah. That's how I drew it too. Yeah. Huh? My, my guy. <laughs> yes. He's so proud. I love it. I didn't draw it. He's just um, like, wait, wait, Bill, can I see it? I didn't see it. <laughs> the E. Special E. Get it closer, Bill. Uh, closer. There you go. Like, yeah, okay. No, not Sorry, I was dealing with the glare too. Um <clears throat> if we found all of these, I'm kind of gathering maybe. If we found an S, would it mean south? That's what I was thinking. If this is like compass directions. Well, you wouldn't have E, W, and N together without 
full compass s would be next it's probably just directions of the house the north end the east end the west end we're probably going to find him in the south end which is probably where the direction orifarnia is is telling we need to go maybe DM. let's go check it out what how many like a brick white we don't i don't have any light i can't see it yeah <laughs> unless we uh you've got light. dim lighting right now just from the the other lantern up ahead um, these walls that have been sectioned off uh, and bricked over, they're arches like the ones you had seen before, earlier on in this area, um, that had all been bricked up. They're roughly 10 feet wide by maybe like 8 feet tall. And they form an arch and they've got bricks going up them. Uh, how many are like in this hallway? Like side and left side. So... On the on the hallway, um, with the dim lighting that you can see, the there appear to be uh, three leading up to the room with the lantern on either side, and then so looking beyond that, okay. it appears to be many, many more getting lost in so, darkness. So like three lantern, and then just more. Yeah, and that the room with the lantern looks like it might be pretty spacious. Do you make your way down? Seclusion still in front? Sure, I suppose. <clears throat> Just because you're the sneakiest and most dexterous, you know? <laughs> yes, it worked sure. out so well last time. Um, <laughs> does there appear to be a way? So did we walk through the wall already? Orofarne did, at least. Um, poked his head through. Did Orofarne walk through the wall? I mean, I figured that's what we were doing. I mean... Okay. Oh my god, he died. No. Alright. Like, uh... I didn't... Well, it, it looked like... The, it would look like a wall. We can't really, I guess, check for traps on the other side of what we think is a wall. Because it looks like there's a wall there. Can't see through it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Alright. Let's, uh... I guess I'll go... I'll, I'll go through the wall as well. Sure. Nothing happens. Sweet. Let's just, you just make your way through. Just a simple illusion. Yeah, I'd be pretty paranoid to trigger a, or to trap a mm -hmm. fake wall, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, so and you said there's like the same little alcove things, right? Yes. Do any of these look fresh? Almost all of them. <laughs> they look fresh oh, within the last boy. like year or two. They're they're much different color than the walls around them. Do we want to just start busting them down, like, or any if? Maybe they lead to other rooms. We should probably try to find the freshest one. That's that's what I would say as well. And we don't have any way to know what's behind any of them if we just start busting them down. Well, actually, Orofarne, do you do you still have your your ring thing that can look through stuff? Oh, yeah. Let me just, said, pop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me just pop. <laughs> pop that ring off and look through a wall right here. All right, how far does that go again? I believe it is six inches of stone, but I okay. will check. You ask, that's quite a bit, or a lot. Yeah. Six inches of stone or a foot of wood. Okay. All right, yeah, that'll, that'll probably do it. I don't know how wide bricks are, but... Bricks are usually about like four, four inches, four and a half inches. Yeah, I was going to say, I would assume that they're less than five, so... Yeah, 
Siri, how big are bricks? <laughs> um, all right, so picking a wall and looking through. First one on the left. First one on the left. Uh, you see a cell door. You see ragged clothing. You see skeletal arms that are hanging on to a spike up above the head connected to manacles. The body's kind of slumped. They're dead. Like, Looks like <clears throat> they have hair that's kind of grown and kind of thinned and faded as time has passed. Mm -hmm. Not super pretty. Yep, it's a corpse, just like I thought. All right. That's a... Uh... There's there's a uh, jail cells back here, so I just go to the one to the right. Same thing. No, no. It's uh, filled with wine barrels. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, do we just want to keep doing this down the hallway? You guys start Speaking. to hear a rhythmic thumping sound. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Coming from farther down the hallway. Along with the rhythmic thumping sound, you also hear scattering somewhere. It sounds like in the room ahead of you, to the left, in indeterminable distance, uh, you hear scattering and the sound of feet slapping against the cold stones below. And it sounds That's like they are getting more and more distant as you hear this rhythmic <laughs> until eventually. I imagine you guys are like sprinting down the hallway trying to find the source of it. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Till eventually you get near and the wall just caves outward and you see before you Yordrim clothed uh, just in whatever clothes he wears under his armor, um, but armorless, weaponless and shackled. And he looks a little beat up. <laughs> Shoulders definitely a bit red. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> How far are they? I'd say like maybe 10 feet to your right. Okay. You see them just like running down the hallway. <laughs> Fucking see them pretty much bread as day. Jordan, <clears throat> are you okay? I swear to God, don't say it. I saw that look where he's just going to be like, are you okay? And he just goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there it is. Uh. <laughs> breaks through the brick wall well don't have any of my stuff on me right now and don't know where the heck I am last I remember uh yeah I was getting me some more to drink in a uh wine cellar Starts writing down. Looks like like, you got so more you than you admit for. to stealing the wine no, 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 no. Hey, okay. this is a part. This was a party, that. okay? You guys didn't have anything I wanted upstairs, so I came to get something I like. Hmm. Hmm. That's how you treat your guests who try to get something to drink. You just smack them over the head with something, and then that's the last I remember. Well, I can't say for everybody here, but that certainly wasn't me. I was dining with your friends. So this is common practice over here at the Sunspire Manor? Certainly not. No. People usually, should, uh, to begin with, don't look try around. to steal from the most powerful man in Venubia. Uh, this kind of well, looks like it's common yeah. practice, given how many walls there are mortared up. You see him like looking around, and he's like, to be honest with you, I've never heard of this before. 
There's like you had a, a ring, right? What what else do you see in these? I just look at the few surrounding. Few surrounding um, kegs, wine. You only find the one body in your dream. Do we? If this body, but there were like... two of them, and you got to admit that's kind of weird. Two, <laughs> <laughs> which admit it's a little weird that it happened twice. <laughs> One's just a cool here. Your room. I pull out the uh, one of the flame scion twin long swords and I toss it at him, and I say, uh, "You say drishti," and it what? lights up with fire. And it's how, am I, how am I supposed to wield this? Let me try to help with that. Yeah, he can get can you I, out. Can I lock? Can I, can I try to lock big him out? <laughs> is, it, is it like that kind of? <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, that. Yeah, um, you, do you, I don't remember. Do you have lock picking tools? Yeah. Okay. Then yes. Yes. Go ahead. Just it's put, what was it? It's proficiency plus dexterity. Is that right? There's a there's a thing for it. Oh, that's right. We made a skill for it. Yep. Color me forgetful. It's been a while. <laughs> Which I yeah. Roll a lock picking check, Clusion. Bet. Which. It doesn't say that I'm proficient, in, but I know there was that one time that I like spent a down session practicing profi- practicing it. I think that got me proficient in sleight of hand because there wasn't a lock picking thing in our game yet. That's that's a fair point. Go ahead and add proficiency then. Yeah. I can't remember how to do that. Not normally. Oh, oh, it's right here. Bam. Bam. That makes it so much better. And I only got a 15. <laughs> Bing bong. These shackles, uh, as we've determined, aren't that great. 15 will do it. Fantastic. Wiggling around in there. Yeah, you manage to spring it. They pop. Much better. Thank you, Clue. I'm going to pick up the I sword now. All right. So say dr- you say drishti, and it lights the room up with fire, essentially. And it does extra fire damage. Wait, so you saying that would activate the blade you already have, right? I'm not wielding it at the moment. It's in my sheath. No. You guys didn't see anybody <laughs> by chance, did you? We were going to ask you that. Do you remember Geld anything? Is like, uh, there are presumably people running the opposite direction. We could chase. Or we could try finding out what's behind these other walls. See if there's more people trapped. They would You're gonna kinda look have down. to have been going... The opposite direction before we came. We should chase after them. Maybe. I like Clue's idea. I need my gear back. Yeah, we gotta see. Gonna Who took him? Towards that way. Sure. Moving down the hallway, um, you find what appears to be a sort of commons area, about a hundred feet. Um, once you go back to that room to the right, uh, where the skittering had come from before, and. You can see that there are different kinds of like chests and lockers, essentially, and cabinets that have been filled with all kinds of, of random goodies. Um, it doesn't take you too long to find your armor and weapons uh, in one of the chests, as well as uh, two healing potions. There's some basic armor and armaments here, but they're pretty standard pretty lackluster some personal effects uh if you're going through them you can find like maybe 10 gold 
There's not a whole lot. I will take my stuff back, put it all on. I will give you back your sword. Thank you, sir. Chink. Jinhai. Thanks for the hot thought. Uh, are there any doors leading out of this commons room, locker room yes, place? Yes, there are. There is an access grate going down the hallway to the left, which has an S chalked on the wall. These are just directions, guys. North, south, east, and west. <laughs> so you're spelling news? That's right, news. Oh my god. At first I Spin. thought you were spelling ill. 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 Oh my god. Ill. Uh, but yeah, moving down the tunnel, you can find an access grate that uh, is circular and looks to be like as you go down, it, it starts to fill with like sewage and shit as well, like quite literally. Um, and it pulls into an access grate that seems to go down into an underground kind of sewagey area, like a cistern almost is the word for it. It's kind of filled with dirty water and little flowing rivers of. Nastiness. Is that the um, only? They went uh, this way. They shouldn't be hard to find. Is that the only way they went? Like, is that the only way they could have gone? The only way that way. <laughs> I bet you guys that wear shoes are. Are they gonna hate this here in a minute? Gonna give Clue a nice smack on the back. Clue's <laughs> eating pecans. Orifon is also sure? gonna. is also gonna smack Clue on the back. <laughs> It's some inside joke I don't understand. It's time for you to jump. Um, whoever would like to make a perception check. Uh, I will. Because you see Geld kind of over by the grate, just kind of looking around and, and unlocking it and stuff. A one with plus eight, so that's a nine. Nine. Wait, did anybody well. else? Nine I'm, I'm well. distracted right. by the dead bodies. Yeah. You see him just like reach into his pocket and then he produces some keys and like starts trying different keys. Okay. <laughs> and uh, eventually one kind of works and he twists it and he's like, I wouldn't have expected that the sewers would connect to down here, but I suppose it makes sense. Shall we press on? Absolutely. Yeah. Switching back. Alexander. You lead Millie. Uh, you were just going right back to the. Uh, well, I was just going to tell Philo that we were heading back to the Sweet Bean Pub. Um, and then, yeah. The, the woman looks at you and she looks at Millie and flash of concern on her face. And she says, uh, hmm. It usually doesn't happen. Um, it's probably my fault. Uh, at times, the process of transference can be messy, but uh, she'll be fine. Give her a day or two of rest, and she'll be good to go. I was fortunate enough to lose my memories when it happened to me as I as we walk away. You hear her kind of trailing off toward you a little bit louder, and she's like, well, that's because I didn't give them to you. Yeah, I felt that. I figured that much. But I did give them to her as a gift. Give her some rest. You walk off, Millie, um, making your way back to the Sweet Bean. 
easy to do. Back in the relative safety of the the sweet bean pub uh, in the penthouse. I might imagine it's rocking downstairs with the party that was supposed to happen. Not quite yet, but it's getting close. People are starting to uh, gather around and there's like a line forming and they're getting excited about it, but and I kind of just yet. I I do the thing where I half cover my face <laughs> so I'm not as you... <laughs> sure sure don't look don't look don't look yeah as you're going in you see a couple of people like make eye contact and they're like is that and then you're just like zipping through <laughs> I'm just beelining yep yep you make it back to your your uh your flat and Millie just sinks onto the couch just exhausted and then. Less than five minutes, you just hear like soft snoring and then occasional like gasping and, you know, as you do when you're sick. Um, I'm going to try to recall the song that the um, cleric sang while I was trying to get back and do my best gotcha. to imitate that. Sure. I love that, actually. Yeah. I love that you remember that <laughs> so fucking long ago. <laughs> I'll remember weird shit like that, but fuck all if I remember a name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you you sing to her, and and in her sleep, she slowly begins to find peace in her sleep. And I'll say maybe like ten minutes pass with that, and just kind of sitting with her, and like maybe a hand resting on her shoulder, and just watching over her as you do. Um, you hear a knock at the door, and. Uh, it kind of clicks open and pushes in and you see fallow and he's like, Hey, um, everything good. I'm not sure. I spoke with our acquaintance and, um, she's assured me that, that Millie should make a full recovery within a day or two. I, I don't know exactly if we can take her at her word, but, I think that she did something really nice for you. And I haven't seen your face look so at ease as when you looked at her. A close comparison would probably be when you were freed from your shackles. He gives a weak smile. <laughs> he says, uh, a powerful feeling indeed. He seems to be wrestling with a thought and finally, he, he's like looking at the floor and he finally just comes out and says it. And he's like, do you want me to look after her? Then you rejoin your friends looking for your dream. To be perfectly honest, I don't feel comfortable leaving her side. I understand. Then? Not that I don't trust you. I trust you with my life. Second best option. Would you like me to stay with you? I appreciate that. There's a lot we need to catch up on. I probably should start with why my name changed. Yes, that... that took me by surprise. Um, I think I can understand a bit. <laughs> Again, you equated looking at her as me being freed of my shackles. Names are also shackles. And I decided to let go of mine, seeing how I can't go to the North Lyceum anymore anyway. He gives a weak smile again, averts his eyes momentarily. He says, uh, sometimes I wonder what it would be like to return home to the place that shaped me. I don't mean Chigetsi, 
by any means, but uh, back to the Redford Rangers. I wonder how I would feel knowing that it can never be the same after everything that happened. Dalen, bless him, <laughs> he showed me what it meant to live for myself. And we built a family together of outcasts and misfits, and we watched that family die one by one. I don't know if the Redford Rangers still exist. I don't know if I would want to return. I feel that if I did, I would just find Dalen blind, alone, alone. Well, for me, and I look towards Millie, there was really only one reason I'd want to go back to the Lyceum anyway. I brushed some of the hair from her face. Clears his throat a bit awkwardly and abruptly, and he's like, you know that place is... Um, he like licks his lips and tries to stall for a moment. He's like, yeah, it's not the best. Putting it lightly, sometimes. I've heard some stories. Um, but it is home on some levels. There was a lot of people keeping the wool over my eyes growing up. A lot of beings keeping the wool over my eyes. Something I am beginning to learn the longer I hold this dark spirit inside me. When people know you have immense power, they will seek to use it or to control it at the very least. You can't be controlled. I can't be controlled. Don't want to be. Once you find freedom, you can never go back to living as someone else's plaything. Yeah, it seems like I can't get away from my... No offense to Teb, per se, because if he wasn't there, I probably would have died. I traded one demon, so to speak, with another. Nods, kind of somberly lost in thought. He's just like looking around the flat. Finally, he says, Teb... As you call him is, yes, he may have saved your life. But I don't want you to feel that you are indebted to anyone or any being just because they keep you alive. I've come to sort of appreciate the spirit that resides in me, but it has also robbed me of everything that I have ever believed in and wanted to achieve. This is a one-way road. And I think it's a chance to do some good at the cost of... His eyes fall to the floor and he says, truly living, independently, freely. I feel like I've gone from one master to another. Hear that. But I also believe that fate, he starts shaking his head, fate is an illusion, one that we can break free of if we're not complicit and complacent in that idea. So I use this power, I fight in this gaudy, stupid tournament, 
It is stupid. It's, it's ridiculous. What vainglorious display of strength just so you can acquire some money. I mean, I, I understand that for some people, they've trained their entire lives for something like this, and I think that's honorable to an extent. But but the people that come here are just animals, and all we are to them is is just cattle that can do a few tricks. You know what this reminds me of? After the coming-of-age ceremony in the Lyceum, there would always be a showing of strength afterwards. Always. Wonder where they got it from. He sighs. All I know is that we have a chance to inform people what's happening and a chance to potentially help them. And unfortunately, that means drawing the attention of the world. So I intend on progressing. As far as I can, and the crowd will hate me. I'm not much of a showman. <laughs> but in the end, and I will make it to the end, I will make sure they know the truth. And then I will pursue that truth and set things right. If for some reason our group doesn't make it to the end, I summon the, the, the scimitar, the um, divine scimitar. And I, I hold it out um, sideways, blade facing me. I found this weapon a while back. And I let the shadow fall from it to show its actual form. It seems like it's got some history in this area. He nods. He doesn't quite understand it, but he nods. I know that it can vanquish evil. In a similar fashion that the light, a smear spirit would go crazy. If we don't make it there, it may, might give you an edge, maybe. My friend, you will. And if not, then I will happily accept, but I don't expect to be proven wrong. You and your friends are very strong and capable. You tend to have a grasp on what is right and what you need to do. And though rough around the edges, <laughs> you've all got spirit and heart. I'm not making eye contact with him with right now. He definitely clocks it. And then his tone shifts just a little bit and he says, I know that it's easy for people to feel powerless. It's easy for people to feel overwhelmed. But you have to remember that you are the only person in charge of your destiny. Gods and other beings may try to shape it, may try to wrest it from your hands. But you are the only one who can shape your destiny. You get to decide who you want to be in every moment. It would be awful nice if this power was my own, kind of letting the mad, just the raw magic energy form around me, my hand. He looks at you curiously for a moment, and he says, then take it. Humans come from a magical world. 
there's bound to be a way that they haven't thought of to regain their control. Maybe. Don't be a cog. Don't be don't be a, a spoke in the cog. Don't be a I don't know. A wheel in the machinations of the gods. Be who you decide to be. In the army. Oh, sorry. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> He kind of just lets that sit for a moment. Before we end tonight's session, I want to go back to the Tunnel Boys. Tunnel Squad. The Sewer Squad. There you go. Sewer Squad. You should get that emblazoned on your, your jerkins. Just an SS. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> right oh, next to oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. SBS Sewage Boy Squad. That's right. So you Dang. watch Geld uh, kind of fumble with the keys and open the door. He sends him back in his pocket and he kind of pinches his nose and he's like, Me moving forward or what's your plan? Get backups, keep going. Are you one of the lead guards, Geld? Or are you just like, do you normally have a set of keys? I don't remember. I don't recall. I mean, I took these off of... Uh, I mean, not not those, yeah, but... Uh, he's like, well, yes, I, I all the guards have keys, yeah. Does your key ring have one of those keys on it that unlocks the sewer? Uh, yeah, I mean, the sewage area is occasionally broken into as people try to make their way, you know, into the, the richer district here, and as we're building more of the, the town around the Colosseum... Uh, we've been expanding the sewers, and and uh, as we build the the inns and houses, we've been connecting them. And occasionally, people will try to slip through and rob some of the houses. So, we have been granted access to the sewers. Okay, I was just curious. You just seemed surprised that one of the keys would open it. Uh, just uh, maybe tired or flustered, perhaps. Um, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My wisdom, guys. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like... Uh, yeah, I don't trust this dude. I, can I please insight check him? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I want to I, I do that You both well. can. I don't yeah. trust this guy I, farther than I can throw him. Nine. <laughs> I got a 32. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> no, my bad. A thirty-one. My I was. Bad. I did bad what math. the fuck? How do you get a thirty-one? You what have a plus eight. Fuck? It's a wisdom check in the desert, so I get double proficiency. Because it's his oh favorite God. fucking terrain. You're in a sewer, <laughs> not a desert, bro. That's right. You're not above ground, you bitch. Okay, um, it's a twenty-seven then. <laughs> God damn it! You said twenty-seven. You watch. You watch as he's. As he's saying these things to Orifarne, uh, you've got kind of a side view of him, and you're watching as he's like fumbling with the keys in his pocket, and you notice a bolt of like gold cloth sticking out of his pocket that he's like hurriedly shoving in at the same time. I'm like looking at Orifarne, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he can't see you, so like, like, I can't see you, so he's just not even aware. Orifarne's like, checks out. <laughs> Wait, so do I see Klushin do that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I summon my echo right behind him. 
I swap places with my Echo and I try to grapple grapple him. I... <laughs> All right, make uh, make an athletics. Okay. I don't uh, know if you'll beat this one. This one's actually pretty good. Oh hell yeah! Oh, please be a good yeah, baby. Natural twenty for a twenty-nine. <laughs> At a twenty-four, I was so sure that it was going to oh, pass. Hell yeah, <laughs> <You> motherfucker! <girl. laughs> Just out of nowhere, you you grapple him from behind, and he's like, "What?" And he like looks back, and he's like semi drawing his weapon as you're just kind of like holding his arm down just like just take it easy bud what's in the like, what are you doing hold on just hold on a minute clusion what do you see going to approach He's, like and very try to find stiff this trying to like pull out of pocket <laughs> <clears throat> i'll apologize gonna... if we're wrong in just a minute <laughs> yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna go try to get whatever that is out of his pocket as you're walking forward uh and reaching in his pockets he uh, is still struggling to break free. You managed to get out of his pocket. I just rolled a natural 20 on a, on a uh, athletics. What the fuck? So I'm going to say he breaks free, but you've got the thing. And as you pull it out of his pocket, it is a small, like maybe half a foot long piece of gold cloth. And you can just see a burnt crimson uh, ember displaying what is presumably the symbol of House Sunspire from a guard's cloak well, that has been torn. Uh-oh. Spaghetti-o. Explain that again. I'm sorry. So he's got a piece of torn cloak that mm -hmm. has House Sunspire's logo on it, essentially. Okay. And that cool. he picked off of the door or somewhere around the door just recently and was trying to shove in his pocket and play it off. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Very suspicious. So, so is he just standing there now? Or is he like He's like got his sword like half drawn and he's just looking at you all and he's like, explain, you can't just assault a guard like that. I don't care if you think I found something. You don't just restrain a member of the guards. Well, <clears throat> you came with us to investigate and then you're trying to hide things from us. What did you expect to happen? He like sighs deeply and sheaths his sword, like very violently shoves it into the scabbard. And he says, uh, this has now become an internal investigation. I could are not risk. Are you over jurisdiction? <laughs> he says, I could not <laughs> risk. Yeah, basically. I can't risk it getting out that how Sunspire is somehow involved in this without any knowledge of what's going on. We need to do some investigation within our forces and figure out what's happening here. If the public finds out that House Sunspire is somehow involved in any of this, if they are, unless this cloak is stolen or what may be the case, that would disqualify Halalu as champion. And it would cause a lot of hell in the middle of the Barokumuda. I mean, people are disappearing. There's a lot, already a lot of hell happening in the middle of the Barokumuda. This needs to be stopped. This is true. This is true. And I hid it because I thought if I can contain this and find it within our guards and I can do some research and I can let Halalu himself know, perhaps we can figure this out tactically and carefully rather than blindly running in and letting them know that we know who they are and they know who we are. If we can approach things with caution, which is, again, why I'm trying to 
Why I was trying to keep it hidden. A, it's embarrassing for House Sunspire. B, it's unacceptable. And C, it's happening within our ranks, presumably. It could be that somebody stole this cloak. Regardless, it is an internal investigation and we need to keep secrecy and move through this in a way that can benefit House Sunspire while also securing the population here from any further harm. With that being said, I assume that means that your full cooperation and openness with us is to be expected now. Right? Well, that depends. That depends entirely if we can have your full cooperation and discretion until we know what's really happening. Oh, well, of course. I mean, we thought our friend, our friend just got kidnapped. Yordi, how you doing over there? I'm doing all right now. Got all my yeah, we've, now got a, we've now got a <laughs> personal stake in the matter. About it. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Fresh charges? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to we've break not, a wall. Uh... <laughs> I haven't done that before. <laughs> <laughs> New column for the shield. Who kidnapped me? <laughs> Whoever it yeah, was. We've got a personal stake in the matter. Whoever it was doesn't have long for this world. Geld is nodding very solemnly, and he says, should this be one of House Sunspire's guards, there will be a trial and they will be put to death. Human trafficking and kidnapping and essentially murder. I'd be the executioner. There would be some poetic justice in that. There's tell you what, pretty damning evidence for somebody on your force. I... I can't guarantee exactly that you will be allowed to be executioner, but if there is a trial and they are held accountable and they are sentenced to death, they tried to kill you. I'm okay with it. But it has to be above board. Above the collarbone is the best place to separate <laughs> the head from the shoulders. Now, you see this war hammer? You just smash Well, unfortunately, you're both thinking a little too limited. Uh, how Sunspire uh, is quite fond of the Blood Eagle. Oh, brilliant. That being said, I do want to say one thing. About your continued openness, if we figure out that you or anyone on your guard is withholding any information, at least in our eyes, that's going to put how Sunspire and Halalu himself is public enemy number one in our eyes. Mm -hmm. And I'm not threatening anybody, but any withholding of information will quickly put you at the top of the, uh, the suspect list. And so I just want to make sure that full discretion, everything's in the open, we'll work with you and we'll keep your secrets because, you know, we want to save people. But we want in on it. My proposition then, tonight, after the festivities, I'll talk to Sunspire, let him know what happened here, and I will try to coax him into visiting the Sweet Bean, Sweet Sweet Bean Pub. My brain just always fucks that up. 
<laughs> I'm always like be sweet party. bean, and then my brain's like sweet pea. No, 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 sweet bean. <laughs> I always hear sweet D. Ooh, and I'm like looking like a bird. Oh, I hear too. Um, he says uh, I can coax him into visiting, and and he is very deeply concerned with this, and is trying, and has employed quite a few investigators already to try to determine what's happening. I don't feel that he would be opposed to meeting you in your penthouse to openly discuss what we've all learned. We're stronger together, but again, discretion is of the utmost importance. House Sunspire is already... Halalu is potentially the last of his kind, let alone the last of his house. All of us love him dearly, and we would hate to see him besmirched yet again and left to rot for something that he does not have anything to do with. He's a good man, and he wants to see the end of this. What do you think he's been doing the last five years here? It's part of his plan. Does he... So, this building belongs to him, right? For now, it won't when he's dethroned. When a new champion comes, gotcha. they take possession of the manor. And part of why Hilalu came here is uh, it was safe. It was far away from home. And we had heard wind of kidnappings. We had heard wind of disappearances. And so shortly after they started, Hilalu thought this could be a good test for him to prove that he is worthy of his family name and to prove that he is a champion of justice and the people as he was held in that regard at home. And he thought maybe he could do some good here. And for the last five years, he's failed. And it weighs heavy on him. And we would like to find a conclusion. And who was the champion before Halalu? Somebody that would know the, the hallways. Previous champion. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk about this, but as we are trying to be open, he was a man of great strength and valor. He reigned as champion for 12 years. His name was Ferric. His name was Ferric Flint. He is who you are to be meeting should you succeed. He is withering and dying slowly. Was there any way we could expedite this meeting, given the importance? I cannot guarantee, but if you should bring that up tonight to Hilalu himself, it is possible. I cannot make promises, though. Hilalu is a multifaceted man, and I'm sure that he would understand and see the value in doing so. However, he is also someone who abides by the laws, not just the laws that are written by the monarchs and the courts, but the laws of men and valor and, and honor. And he may decide that you have to earn that privilege. Personally, I think he'll let you see him. This has gone on ridiculously too long, and especially this year, it's insane how many people are disappearing. This is obviously a large-scale operation at this point. 
we may not have uncovered everything down here either. There were similarly boarded up yeah. passageways that we didn't look into at all. Um, we saw that there was casks and things in a lot of these, but no way to know what's in them. Especially if after, you know, just the afternoon when we saw the guy earlier, he said that already five and we've only found one, which means there are four somewhere. Means that there are five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Found one that wasn't counted in the five. You know what I mean? Geld Whatever. Nods. Yep. And he says, uh, Geld nods and says, and to be honest with you, we can't even rule out the possibility that they're not held here. We can't rule out the possibility that whoever took Yodrim just happened to be here and it was convenient to store him and leave him. We don't know, and that is, quite frankly, the problem. We have no intel at the moment that I know of that can help us with this, except to continue poking around. You had mentioned... Uh, uh, Quintus had told me you'd mentioned passageways beneath the stands in strange meetings uh, you said something about fanatical religious fanatics or something if we want to be keeping no secrets tonight we lay it on the table for now we trudge through shit see him thinking and he's like we continue on if I'm correct these sewers will lead us to the side of town that you're in that your friends are in the sweet bean. So it could be a good exit point. If we don't find anything, return home for the night. We'll find you. And we can pick this back up. And Halalu may send soldiers down here in the, in the nighttime or in the morning to investigate and break down these walls and see what we can find. But... We need to be careful. If you want to catch a rabbit, you don't go stomping through the woods. You have to lay traps. He says, we'll talk tonight. For now, let's continue. All right. Um, with Jinhai living in Venubia for a while, you know the name Ferric Flint at all? You can make a history check if you'd like. It's not super pertinent to the Emerzian jungler, I would say, a uh, knowledge check, but. Said history, correct? Yes. It's only a 11. 11. A lot of the Macanesian people don't care greatly for, for um, the Barokamuda. Um, it is a place where you can practice your physical fighting style, but they kind of have a traditionally hoity-toity kind of view of it, and they think it's just a frivolous kind of display of strength, when in reality, I think if the Mechanesian people actually went there themselves, they would see that there's a lot of strategy and wisdom that was needed to get through a lot of the things. Um, unfortunately... It's not something that's like super well talked about down there. Um, you may have heard the name in passing, but you wouldn't know any like pertinent details about him. Just that he's been the champion for a long time. Um, presumably human. 
uh, from what you remember, kind of an older gentleman, like maybe mid forties, early fifties. Yeah. So the sewer creates the only way out of this, like gate. Is it the only way out of this room? Yes, it's through the sewers. Yeah. Gonna walk Unless you to... want to go back the way he came. <laughs> Gonna walk over to Clue again. I'm gonna give him a little more stern pat on the back. <laughs> Why do I have to? <laughs> Bug boy, ranger, tracker of the group. It's your favorite terrain, Clue. Get going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <goodness>. Get fucked. <laughs> As someone who's dealt with sewer work, it's not that great. I will. Uh... <laughs> Just gonna cut a chuckle. <laughs> You'll see Clucia just take like one big step and kind of jump. And then you'll see bugs just form under his feet as he starts hovering and moving <laughs> down the walkway using his riding tide. God damn it. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of time has been spent at the sewer grate. Oh, yeah. I didn't figure there's any way we were going to catch And uh, yeah. Going through the sewers um, where you're at, there are small kind of the the connections for the sewers here are kind of weird because they don't go directly underneath the Colosseum per se. Like they kind of wrap around to the area of the the richer district and they wrap back around to the area of the poorer district. Some of them kind of snake underways a little bit, but they're not like big enough to walk through. And so you find yourself like doubling back a few times and having to find the correct path, but eventually you do come to an end of the sewers and uh, another grate that leads to a flight of stairs that climbing up them takes you into a building that's filled with various accoutrements of the guards for the broken uh, the broken muda and uh, down into the the what was it the western side yeah of the Colosseum by the sweet bean pub um, and as you're kind of climbing, up the stairs, you see the, you feel the the cool night air as the sun begins to set, and you can see, um, you can see that uh, the moon sheasel is almost entirely in the new moon phase. There's just a little bit of it left, and Mount Ellis is in its full moon phase, um, and you can see the glittering, sparkling crystal teeth of Amira in the sky above you, creating an almost rainbow at all hours of the day. You hear a loud commotion to your left. You can see a long line leading into the Sweet Bean Pub. And people laughing and cheering and like... You can kind of see like lights flashing inside. Like moving a little bit closer, you can see that there are like mages in there who are just like making illusions and playing with dancing lights and just getting drunk. And like just imagine normal drunk shenanigans, but with magic thrown in the mix. <laughs> it's a wild time. There's like beer mugs floating. Like it's a it's a fun time in there. Um, and I'm gonna say that that's where we're gonna call it for tonight. Um, otherwise, I think this next conversation that needs to happen is gonna be potentially lengthy, <laughs> and uh, I don't want to keep everybody. So remember, uh, for those listening as well, that. Next week, after this episode comes out, there will not be a regular scheduled episode. 
Um, it'll resume on the 4th of May. Uh, the bonus content will be live on the Patreon on the 27th, which is next week when this comes out. <laughs> um, I think. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that, so. that should be right. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. This has been an interesting tournament so far. Uh, things have taken a few twists and turns. I'm excited to see what kind of plan you all come up with uh, to aid the investigation and even to take control of it if you want to. Um, or to completely disbelieve what they're saying and and think that they're behind it or whatever you end <laughs> up believing. Uh, I'm excited. I'm here for it. And I'm, I'm ready to see where it leads. Um, I don't know because of this. I don't know if next session will be in round three or not. We might be. We might not. Just kind of depends how long this conversation takes. Because I imagine it'll be like conversation and then maybe bed. Maybe exploring. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, I mean, you're just completely disregarding the party. So, I mean, there's also that. I mean, there's well, there's that too. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Pollution's party. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Clusion's gosh, party. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, it's Clusion's party but according your to your right? Uh Vezrin has has written that down that it is Clusion's party. Gosh. Um Hope you have Yeah, we have that to look forward to. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be news to to everyone but your when we get there. <laughs> yep. Um round three is gonna be something. I recommend holding on to your butts, getting a good night's rest this night. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, it's going to be rough. Um, round three is probably the most brutal round. It's it's probably going to take multiple sessions. Um, and as such, it'll probably be the only round on day two, just because it'll completely knock you all out more than likely. Anyway, thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for listening again. Um, thanks for supporting us. If you're listening on Patreon, uh, thank you. You're awesome. We love you. If you're listening regularly, thank you. You're awesome. We love you. Um, say bye, everybody. Bye, bye. everybody. Bye. Bye. See you. Thank you.